Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Anyone want coffee? Hello, fellow book writers and caffeine fiends. Welcome to A Daily Cup of Joe, where you'll get to hear from publishing industry pros and affirm your inner bookworm. Welcome to the Monday edition of A Daily Cup of Joe. One Monday a month for veterans of Utopia, those folks who've been with the con for at least three years, who've poured their hearts and souls into the event, and the people who welcome newcomers with open arms. I'm Joe Michaels of the Joe Michaels blog, and I'll be your host for today. My co-host is Ren Reedy of A Little Bit of R&R. We're excited and honored to have Elizabeth Kirk as our guest today. She's a three-time veteran of Utopia, has attended years 2012, 2013, and 2014, and is the author of the young adult series More Than Magic, which includes Semester Aboard, Snowbound, Soul Choice, and Danio's Prelude. Also in her YA arsenal is the Curse Collector series, which kicked off last year with Carved in Cherry. I know you're all excited to meet her, so sit back, relax, and let's get our gab on. Hi, Elizabeth. It's so amazing to have you here. Hello? Elizabeth, are you there? Elizabeth, are you there? Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, I hear you. I lost you there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's. Yes, I am here, and I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Okay, well, we're excited to have you. Um, All right. So, why don't you go ahead and tell me um, what is it about Utopia that makes you come back each year? Um, I think it's the people and the atmosphere. It's just, it's like every year it gets bigger and bigger, but it's always just one big happy family and you know I walk into the hotel and it's just a whole crowd of familiar faces and hugs and it's like it's like coming back to a big reunion or something plus books right oh give me just a second I'm calling Ren I'm back. here okay <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry we had a little bit of a technical fail there um my phone dropped her call okay so um what were you saying about Utopia you coming back yeah, it's just it's like one big happy family. Everybody uh you know, everyone all hugging and laughing and when there's new people they just kinda fit right in and you keep in touch with everyone throughout the year, which is different from a lot of conventions and it just it's a bunch of friends. It's kinda like going back to college for a, a weekend, but with more books. <laughs> 
I totally feel you. <laughs> I totally feel you. Um, I feel the exact same way. Uh, I think Ren has the next question you have. I do. When was your epiphany, that moment when you knew you'd never miss the con if you could help it? Uh, yeah, thanks for adding if you could help it because I, I just missed it. It was devastating. Um, <laughs> it was probably when I came home from the first one and the tickets went on sale, like, I don't know, it was maybe a week later, and I bought my tickets for the following year. And I don't usually plan that far ahead. And I was just like, nope, going next year. And kind of right then I was like, this is going to be an every year thing. I'm going to buy this ticket as soon as it's available for the next year and just keep coming back. What caused it? God, I don't know. It just I, I had such a great time and just, you know, like I said, it's like a big family and I just, they said, hey, here's next year's schedule, here's the tickets. And I was just like, I can't, I can't miss this. I got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> it is like a family reunion, isn't it? Because you go in and you're like, oh, it my was... gosh, there's people I haven't seen. Exactly, yeah. It's just you, make some, you, get, okay. you get really close to people and you make a lot of good friends. Yes, yes, you do. Um, I was so excited to meet you uh, my first year, which was last year. And I was like, oh, my God, it's yeah. that I know her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. It was, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Ren is actually one of the um, official bloggers for this year. Janet took awesome. 10 of us. Yeah. Yes. So. It's like a big yeah, party in awesome. the blogger bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm excited <laughs> to work with her because, you know, her blog is just awesome. Um, okay, what was your favorite activity or panel from year one? Do you remember back that far? Vaguely, yeah. Um, I think they were, I didn't get to do too many panels, but I sat on a couple, and those were a lot of fun. Um, probably my favorite activity, my, honestly, it might have been a bunch of us all got together and just walked to Panera, and it was like this impromptu, everyone is hanging out outside of the con kind of thing. And that was really neat just because that usually doesn't happen at conventions. You know, there's just so much. Like, I keep saying it's a family atmosphere, but it really is because at most conventions, you know, the everyone just kind of goes off and does their own thing. And here it was, oh, it's lunchtime. Let's all go have lunch together and just continue talking books and getting to know each other and it's just the whole weekend, no matter where you are, it's just one big, just and, and you just run into people and you see them standing by themselves and you go, hey, come have lunch with us. And then you make a new friend. And it's, and uh, the lunch, we had a lot of fans with us too, which was really cool that it's not a bunch of snooty authors off eating by themselves. But, you know, <laughs> we're like, oh, you read books? Come sit with us. Come hang out. And it's just so friendly and open. Yeah, from your... I, I noticed that I, I noticed that people um, go places and do things more at author conventions. I tend to stick around the hotel, which is kind of weird. But um, yeah. I do see a lot of people going out and enjoying Nashville. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, and now we're so much bigger. There's all this stuff being organized, like the uh, the Parthenon trip and uh, the second year we went to a gay line dancing club and just <laughs> a lot of impromptu stuff. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I did the Parthenon trip this year on Sunday. It was actually the last day of the 
the con. And um, it was it was interesting. That statue of Athena is, is pretty intimidating. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right, Rin. Yep. From your perspective, what do you like mm-hmm. and not like about the expansion and the growth of Utopia? The expansion and the growth. I don't really have any issues with the growth itself. It's been awesome. Um, it really, I guess, I guess that's the thing. Is it really the the core atmosphere of you know everyone being there? It really hasn't changed much. It's definitely it's gotten a little more daunting to kind of get stuff organized and done. And I feel like there's definitely a little more red tape involved, but you know, that's what you have to do when there's, when there's a bigger convention. So I think it's just, it's, it's been good overall. I, uh, I can't really complain about any of the growth. It's been, it's been, it's been a good ride. It's been fun to watch it grow really is the biggest thing I'd, I'd have to take away is just, I remember that first year, we were all in like a little hallway and there were maybe, I don't know, 20 authors and it was just this little hallway and now it's just <laughs> expanded into this huge, I mean, we outgrew our first venue and that's, that's saying something. Yeah, I think Janet said the numbers double every year and we've grown yeah, to like I would believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Um, I would believe it. She, she, she's, She's so awesome. <laughs> Nothing would yeah, happen to that. Yeah, kind of she's quality. really shout out to Janet. She's she's really pulled this together. It's amazing year after year. Absolutely. And even um, in the even in the middle of it all, she was there for me at a at one in the morning when the hotel a couple of years ago didn't think I had a reservation. I panicked oh no. and called her. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So um, your formatting business, um, did it grow yeah. from what you, the con? Like, did that fall Yeah, that really, that really, that really, yeah, because the convention really impacted it. Um, I actually started out, I was self-published originally before uh, before Anchor Group picked me up. And right. I have, I taught, I taught myself how to format for Smashwords, which I guess is a major headache for some people. And uh, my publisher was complaining about it one day, and I said, you know, I like I like doing that. So she hired me as the Smashwords formatter, and then a couple months later, she said, you know what, just format everything. So I kind of got a crash course in formatting uh, for the other venues, including print. And then um, I started looking around at all the books at Utopia and thinking, hey, you know, I could I could do this. And people started asking about formatters, and I kind of threw my hat in and said, hey, you know, I format, I format too. And people just started to encounter me. I was uh, I was supposed to be on the formatting panel at Utopia this year if I had if I had made it there, but unfortunately as you know that didn't quite work out. <laughs> so yeah, Utopia yeah, well, has, Utopia has definitely definitely helped out. A lot of my clients are uh Utopia people. Well that's really great. Um so Yeah. How long does what, it take to do you... sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> How long does it take you to do a book, roughly? Uh, it depends on what, on, you know, how long the book is, what they want done. Like sometimes people just want a really simple, you know, they just want it formatted for Amazon, or they want it for, you know, Amazon and Smashwords and iTunes, and uh, they want the print version. Print, uh, print books take the longest because I like to make them all pretty, so they get, you know, pictures and fun mm-hmm. fonts and stuff and. 
that can that can take a while. Sometimes they just want a really simple font and they're happy with it, and other times they want an entire spread across a page with pictures and so it, it can take a while. But I use I try to turn around uh if I if I'm not formatting anything else, I try to get it turned around and out in two to three days and back to the author. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's really fast. It usually takes me about five days. <laughs> <laughs> that's I pretty much just go nuts with it. Book. Yeah. Um, yeah. So about, do you yeah. do do you work with like bleeding images and things like that, or is it just what fits on the page? Yeah, I've done. Uh, yeah, I do the the full bleeds and little images, and um, I'll do like the kind of the faded watermark almost behind different text and. Mm-hmm. Some of them I, I, I've gotten pretty fancy with, which is really fun to do. It really is. Creative freedom. You have total creative freedom. I'm like, oh, thank you. That's awesome. Right. I'm like, so, oh, um, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, what was I going to – oh, yeah. The first con that you went to, was Semester Aboard already out, or was it coming? Or It was, yeah. It had uh, – It had. I actually – I had – self-published it a little under a year before the first Utopia. And then um, Anchor Group discovered me in April or maybe even May of that year. And by coincidence, um, the owner of Anchor Group, Stacy, was going to Utopia as well. And she said, oh, you don't have paperback. You need to have paperback. And we kind of went crazy rushing it to print, and she actually uh, filmed herself with her cell phone flipping through the proof so that I could see it and to prove it so that we could have it ordered in time for Utopia. <laughs> oh, wow. It was kind of a, a mad rush, but the it it worked. We got the paperback, and a few people might have that uh, giant monstrosity because it, uh, it got double-spaced, so it's like this 600-page telephone <laughs> book. <laughs> But um, it's gotten a little slimmed down since then. Well, at least you have a nice paperweight, right? Um, Yeah, exactly. It's it's fun to see. You know, it's your your first book in print. I don't care how big it is. It's it's mine. Right. It's like, oh, this is my baby, and I want to pet it. I did the same thing with Yasa. It ended up being this huge thing, and I was like, oh, my God. But it's large print, (laughs) so people with glasses can read it without a problem. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mother got um, mad when I told her it was smaller print in the new version. She's like, well, I can't read this. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about um, your writing process. I know that you tend to stand up and act things out. Has that been hindered a little lately? (laughs) It has been a little (laughs) hindered, definitely. Um, (laughs) That that, that has gotten a little uh, more difficult. But um, on the plus side, my my son has already heard all of the different voices and things that I do, so hopefully he won't look at me like I'm too crazy once he's born. <laughs> um, yeah, my writing process, I pretty much just sit down and I start talking and then I get up and I walk around and I talk to myself and then sit down and type out the dialogue that I came up with. And It usually works pretty well, except... Uh, Probably the hardest part is I'll be I'll be driving to work, so I'll, I'll write a whole scene out on my way into work, and then I'll sit down 
later to, to write, and I'll realize that I'm like three chapters ahead of where I actually am. And then I'll be like, oh, I have to go back and actually write those chapters. That's uh, in the blanks, yes. Yeah. Like, I'll, you know, like I'll write a chapter on the way into work, I'll write the following chapter on the way home, and then I'll sit down and be like, oh, uh, there's that middle one still isn't written yet. I do that. Which is a pain. Do you have any questions? I'm sorry? Do you have any questions? Oh, no. You can ask or... I'm no? trying to think of something. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything, like, that sticks in your mind that you learned from Utopia that you took away from it that, like, you were like, wow, okay, that that I can do or that will work for me? That's something different. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I learn stuff every time I go. Um, <laughs> there was a really good panel two years ago on uh, swag and where to get it and what people like, and I, I changed up some of my swag after that. Um, there was a, there was actually a really good panel the second year on um, the importance of covers and how, you know, people do tend to judge books by their covers, and uh, that one inspired me to get the uh, original cover for Semester Aboard redone and totally in love with the new cover, and that got... That got ruled out a couple months after that utopia. Um, and you just you just talking to people, you constantly pick up little tips and tricks that are working for them, and it's uh, it's pretty awesome. There's there's always something. Um, yeah, just every everybody has their own little way of doing it or tricks that they have, and you just pick them up and adapt them. I'm gonna nice. backstep awesome. a little. Learn. With your right. um, with okay. your characters, um, uh-huh. do you when you do the guys? Do you like use a deeper voice when you talk out loud? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Um, I have probably the world's most abysmal Irish accent for my Irish character, <laughs> and uh, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> You're gonna have bad. to do that for me at Utopia. I have to hear it. Thank you for not requesting that live on the air. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can can we request that last one? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I know that That's you. I write. This, I don't act. Um, I know you. You head up or you you work with this um, thing where indie authors can have their books sent. Like I guess it's mm-hmm. signed books, and then you guys send them out. How does that work? What is that? Yeah, book surf. Book surf. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you all about BookSurf. It's pretty awesome. Um, it's basically like, you know, Jamberry or 31. Yeah. Like those little – yeah, it, it's basically that, but it's books. So we actually oh, – cool. we have uh, representatives who will actually go to your house and you throw a big party and they bring books and, you know, autographed books and swag and stuff and you can play games and flip through the books right there. And uh, we have a – and, you know, you have a host so you get – you buy different things and you earn credits and you get free books. And we have a website as well. Um, it's booksurfllc.com. And you can order books from there. All of our books are signed by the authors. We have um, pretty awesome selection. I actually do their formatting as well for BookSurf. Um, and you can start a BookSurf book club. If you, yeah, you find a representative and every month you all read the same book surf book and then you have like 
a rotating hostess. So someone in your book club every month gets extra credit for all the books that your your club bought. It's uh it's a pretty fun uh pretty fun little thing. If you do order books, feel free to put my name. <laughs> and we have uh and we have sales, you know, every month. So there's different books that are on sale. Um the base price for one book is twelve dollars and that is, you know, an autographed paperback that's that's pretty good for for that. It's a little cheaper than what you'll get on Amazon, plus it's autographed and then the more you buy, the cheaper they get and uh, we have a couple we we always have deals and swag and stuff. So it's uh it's a pretty cool little little thing. And again, it's basically like Jamberry. So if you wanted if you wanted someone to actually or if you wanted to host an online party, you know, a hostess could set you up for that. Or if you wanted to actually have someone come in and visit with you, depending on where you are, there are hostesses who can who can come do that. And is this available in just the United States or is it international too? It's currently just the United States. Um, hopefully that'll expand eventually, but um, it's uh, it's about a year old now, a little under. We just, uh, actually no, closer, yeah, just about a year. We just have released our summer catalog um, with a bunch of new, including a lot of people that we met at uh, Utopia last year. So uh, Mary Ting is in there, uh, Cambria Herbert's in there. There's some, There's some good authors. So how do authors get involved? Um, basically, you contact BookSurf and you say, "Hey, I want, <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to be involved." Um, there's a fee to get your books in for the first six months, and uh, we basically um, we'd buy at a you know the the fifty percent discount like um, bookstores do. We'd buy some of your books and have get them signed by you and. Uh, have those on hand as stock, and then when they're ordered, uh, books are handled shipping them out to the people who order them, and we do all the advertising and put you into the catalog. That's amazing. Do you do like a printed catalog, or is it all digital? Uh, we do have a printed catalog. Um, we also have a digital one. I'll try to find that link, and I'll post it up on Facebook later. Okay. Um, you should be able to post it right into the episode there at the bottom. You can just make a comment um, so everybody else can find it too. Oh, perfect. I will I will stick that right in the – I will post that right in the bottom of the episode then, even better. And is this awesome. mostly like yep. young adult, new adult books? It's actually every genre. Um, we have children's books. We have young adult, new adult. We have a couple of uh, – Pretty cool nonfiction books, actually. Um, we have some horror, some more no, nothing, you know, no erotica. But there's there's some more adult books. There's some middle grade, like sixth grade, middle school kind of books. We have pretty much every, you know, contemporary, paranormal, do it all. It's a pretty awesome, awesome uh, combination of stuff. That is awesome. So. We we discussed yeah. your formatting business. Well, where where can people find you for that? It's just on your blog because I do have the link to that. Um, but. Yeah, they can they can pretty much reach out to me anywhere. Um, my official formatting site is elizabethkirk.com/blog, and uh, the, there's a link to the formatting right there. Or you can get, you know, technical and type slash blog slash formatting, and then you'll be there as well. 
Oh, nice. Um, do you charge per page, per word, per word count? What is how? how do you I charge. Um, I charge fifty cents per one thousand words. So a uh, That's a really good price. Uh, it yeah, I know. People tell me it's cheap. <laughs> I should raise that. Should have raised it before I said anything. Darn. <laughs> um, but yeah, right now it's it's just because uh, you know it's still kind of taking off and it's more of a hobby than an actual job at this point. I would love for it to be a job. But yeah, so right now it's 50 cents per 1,000 words, then I tack on extras based on what formats you're getting, how fancy you want it done. Um, so it's, that would be about 50 bucks for a um, 100,000 word book at the base price. Oh, that's a really good price. Really, really good price. <laughs> yep, I know. <laughs> I get yelled at about that sometimes. Okay, let's. See. So I guess, so I guess, take advantage of that price while you can before uh, before I come <laughs> live and raise it. <laughs> right before she, before she raises prices, guys, get in there. Um, so, are you are you coming to Utopia next year? Absolutely, especially because I missed it this year. Um, okay. I figure I'll just bring the boy with me and wander around with a cute little baby, and you know, people oh, will find so many, me. So many people did that. <laughs> yeah, so many, so many people did that this year. I was like, oh my god, I'm a baby overload. It's so cute. Love yeah, well, it's funny because the the previous year everyone was pregnant, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's fun to watch it. It's fun to watch it changing. <laughs> Must be contagious. Right? I guess so. Yeah, it's in the water. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to stop at five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there was another question I had for you. I have to find my question here. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, it was a question that I had asked you in the interview that we did. It was about um, book charts. What is it? Book what? Book chart. Oh, book chart. I love book chart. Um, yeah, they are. Um, let me actually open them up so I can see them better. They're a. Not find them now. Um, it's a. It's a service that tracks um, your books, and they actually, I think, they may have gone down because I've switched trackers since. Um, but uh, currently, I'll tell you what I am. Um, oh no, book charts the. Uh, I'm sorry, book charts the iTunes one. That was baby brain. Um, <laughs> there's a chart for iTunes. Uh, it's bookchart.info. Let me see if they went. If they're actually down or if they're still working. There's a Kindle one as well that I've discovered that is also really awesome. I'm afraid my internet is super slow um, at work. I'm at work. Don't tell anybody. Which one? Which one are you um, using now? Are you using Book Tracker? Yeah. Um. So there, there's Bookchart.info. There we go. Now it's loading. Yeah. So you can go to Bookchart.info and it has um present and past charts of uh of iTunes books. So you can track your book sales and it'll tell you where you are um on that chart and it goes back in. It goes back in time, so you can find you can find um, previous books as well. It's, unfortunately, it's not 
bringing anything up for me right now, which is kind of annoying. But um, when you can find yourself, it's uh, <laughs> it takes a little playing around. But when you can find yourself, it's pretty handy, and you can see where how high you were on a given day and what other books were up on that chart, which is awesome. And uh, the Kindle tracker, it's um, it's tracker.kindlenationdaily.com, and I can I'll post all these links. Um, in the thing, and this one you register, it's free, and you give them your email address, and you pick books that are on Kindle, and you can log in anytime and see what their current sales rank is, and you can actually set it up to email you. So every day at about 8 o'clock at night, I get an email that has the highest sales rank that whatever books I've chosen, which are, you know, they're, they're all mine, um, whatever books I've chosen, it, it has their highest rank that they reached that day. So I don't have to compulsively check Amazon when there's a new release or anything. I can just log into the the ebook tracker instead and see all that. And it'll uh, you can also, as a reader, you can actually set it up to alert you when a book you really like, if it goes on sale or uh, whenever there's a price change. Oh, nice. So it's uh, yeah, it's a fun, and it tells you um, what the current price of the book is and how long that price has been set. Mm-hmm. So you can see whether or not you you missed the you missed it, and you can also set it to alert you if a book drops below a certain sales rank. So uh, whenever any of mine go below ten thousand on Amazon, it sends me an email right away and says, "Hey, this is this is where your book is right now." So particularly when it's a new release, it's pretty uh it's pretty handy. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. Do they give you more wow. stats than say Amazon does? Uh it actually I it it gives you less, unfortunately. Um it doesn't say it won't tell you which uh you know, if your book gets high enough, it'll actually be ranking in certain genres and categories. It doesn't give you any of those. But um okay. the thing I like is it does give you what the highest sales rank of the day is. So, you know, if you checked Amazon and you were at 11,000, you think, oh, that's as high as I got today, because you didn't, you have no way of seeing it otherwise. But this mm-hmm. will tell you actually where, how high you actually were. And um, they have a little chart when you log in, so you can see the past uh, 12 hours or so exactly what rank your book was at what time, and you can watch it go up and down. Very cool. That is mm-hmm. awesome. So you were supposed yeah, to be. And I heard, I heard a rumor. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what? Oh, I, was gonna say, I, I heard a rumor ahead. that constantly. Yeah, I, I heard a rumor that constantly refreshing your book on Amazon can actually hurt your sales rank. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, the the Kindle tracker kind of keeps me off of Amazon. So if that is a true thing, then I'm not. I get to check the rank without hurting it. Yeah, that comes from if you're on the book and the no purchase is made, that it drags Mm. your book down in the rank. That's kind of the thought process on that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So as visitors, you know, compared to sales, if you're on there refreshing, 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 those aren't sales. (laughs) So you go down. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Yeah, you'd still have to go to Amazon. Yeah, you'd still have to go to Amazon to see where you are in the, uh, you know, the genres. But... Right. Oh, that was awesome. My power just went out. I hope that doesn't kill us on 
<laughs> our um, call here. Apparently, we're all still connected, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we're still live. <laughs> yeah, it says we still have 13 minutes, so if we're all, all right. connected, that means we must be connected on here. Yeah. Oh, all right, perfect. Wrong. So you were supposed to be on the formatting panel. What What is it that you would have been talking about there? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. This is the first time they've had a formatting panel, to my knowledge. Um, I, I, that's, I assume that's one of the ones that was a little more geared toward the authors. So I figure there probably would have been a lot of questions about, you know, formatting and how to give your book to a formatter, where to find one, and probably a little bit about just what we do as formatters. Um, I think I would have been on there with Nadej and uh, Donna, who are both awesome formatters as well. So it's a fun, uh, would have been a really fun panel. I hope anyone who attended it got a lot out of it, because those are definitely two people to talk to if you're interested in formatting. Yeah, I didn't get to go to that one because I was in my own panel for bloggers. So, <laughs> so, um, right. but yeah, you were definitely missed. They were like, "Oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? Elizabeth's not gonna be here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, um, right when I found out I couldn't go, I believe it was actually just me and the dead on the panel. So she was kind of like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna be alone." And fortunately, it seems like Donna stepped in and rescued her. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I like I said, I didn't get to go to that one, but I think they're going to put them up on YouTube. All the panels that were recorded, okay. I think those go up oh, on, that's on great. YouTube. Oh, yeah, okay. YouTube. I might have to listen then. So, are you hoping to get on a formatting panel for next year, or any kind of panel? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. That'd be good. You wouldn't say no. <laughs> I would not say no. No. <laughs> What, what what are you most looking forward to for next year? Um, partially seeing everybody I didn't get to see this year. Um, I just yeah, just kind of going back to it. You know, it it had become a yearly thing for me, and all of a sudden, you know, I was sitting at home watching watching everyone talk about it on Facebook and Twitter, and I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not there right now. And it was a little a little weird and bittersweet. So it'll be nice to get back to that, see everybody and kinda of have a kind of a little vacation. Yeah, it's like staring at Facebook going, I wish I was involved. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, all the I saw these yeah. pictures and I was like, Oh, I wanna be in that picture too <laughs> Well in about five minutes here we're gonna take questions from guests if they have them. The call in number is on the screen and if you can't see it it's nine one four two zero five five three zero nine. And you can ask Elizabeth questions if you have them. So go on ahead and give us a call. Um but if nobody calls in we'll just keep on chatting. So have you picked out a baby name yet? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a short list. I think we're just gonna see what he looks like and go from there. When is he do again? August eighth. Oh my goodness! Almost there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's getting close. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to get her on air before she had a little one. So I'm I'm really yeah, I appreciate she that. This early. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that might have been a might have been a problem. Yeah, having a small baby in the background that's always fun. 
yeah, that would be a little bit of a distraction. <laughs> so um, Ren has a baby boy, and I have four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's my tip. Um, don't All ever right. let anybody tell you holding your baby too much. There's no <laughs> that sounds like a good thing. And I'm sure Ren has a tip, so let's have one. Um, I would say there's no such thing as spoiling either. <laughs> All right. I, spoil, I say I spoil my son, but you know what? I'm never going to get these days back. So I'd like to look at yeah. them and have him be as happy as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate the oh. the good advice. Yeah. My dad was always like, you're holding that baby too much. I was like, That's no, there's no such thing. No such thing, Dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be one of those crazy people who carries him. So, you know, he'll be. Oh, that's not crazy. No, no. I see the babies in the little baby <laughs> carriers, and I'm like, just pick them up. Just pick them up. They have to be held. <laughs> yep. But I'm sure you're ready to put the baby down by now. It's like, I just want to put it down for five minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, I am, I am more than ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just like detach my stomach and put it down on the table for a minute. <laughs> Get up, walk around. <laughs> really nice. That's what I always said. Was just like I just want you to hold them for five minutes. Just, just take them yeah, he's heavy. They really are. Yeah, but then you're gonna get all those parents that they think they're the expert. You're gonna get all this advice oh, yeah. from everyone. Just don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Or yeah, I'm bracing myself for that. Yeah. Have you had the the horror stories yet? Oh yeah, I've gotten all the. Gotten when people see you pregnant, they, they they feel the need to relate their own horror pregnancy stories, and you're just looking right. like, why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Let me, t- right let me tell you how I almost bled out on the operating table giving birth. Great. Thanks. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Exactly. You feel great about birth. Yeah, exactly. Don't do that to pregnant women. Anybody that's listening, just keep your stories to yourselves if they're horror stories. We don't want to hear them. It's horrible. Horrible thing to do to somebody that's about to have a baby. Um, so, okay, I guess so we, we have no callers yet, so we're still waiting. 914-205-5309 if you want to ask Elizabeth a question. Um, I'm friendly, I promise. Yeah, but it, I just have to say, this has been a really fun interview. I'm sorry for all the little technical fails that we had going on. Um, so excited you were my first interview. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, yeah. It's been good. Oh, I have all Glad of your you book titles in there, the too. Um, oh, tell great, me about great. The, are, are you in an anthology? Did I see your name in an anthology there? You may have seen my name in an anthology. I'm in a couple. Um, I'm actually in a couple coming up as well. Um, they're fun. Uh, yeah, there's there's two anthologies that were put out um, by Anchor Group. And uh, one of them, I have a young adult story in the More Than Magic universe. And the other book is uh, well, it's called Afternoon Delight. So that might give you a clue on the nature of the stories in that one. And I have a more than magic adult <laughs> story in there for those of you who are sick of seeing my characters in the adult setting. 
Okay, so this is a, this so character's a little bit grown up. They get a little they get a little grown up for twenty pages, yeah. Well, it's kind of like the Harry Potter, though, right? You start out, they're young. You progress, they get older. It happens. Yeah, they're all, yeah, yeah, they're they're all they're all a little old though, so they uh they have a they have some good times in uh that one. And actually, my short story uh collection, Daniel's Prelude, um, it's more than magic, but unlike the rest of the book, it's very adult. So if you if you do read the other ones and you're expecting another young adult book, you're Hopefully not going to be disappointed, but you're going to be very surprised. So how adult is adult? Very adult. Very adult, okay. <laughs> so we'll just kick it over like, to don't the realm read of the new adult. Like, like, don't read it if you're under 18. <laughs> or maybe 16. I'm not going to lie. I would read it when I was, like, 16. But, you know, disclaimer, don't read it if you're under 18. Because you'll blush in the room with your kids. Yes, awesome. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I was so actually give us free on Smashwords this month for uh, oh, really? their July promotion. Yeah, it's got a – you go to Smashwords and you add it to your cart and they have like a little coupon code so you can get it free. And that's good until uh, the 31st. That's very cool. I, I love Smashwords for the free stuff. And it's not like yeah, Amazon yeah, where you have there. to – comp it and then get them to put the price back up after you yeah, go back I know. up elsewhere. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Smashwords just yeah, every uh every July they have a big promo and you can make your book fifty percent off or, or free, which that one is right now. So yeah, if you're if you're book shopping, head over to Smashwords and they have a ton I'm of definitely free book right shopping. Now. I'm always book shopping. <laughs> book shopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty much always book shopping. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they have, they have a ton uh Three ones right now. That's awesome. Do they have a list somewhere? They should. I'm trying to load their page with my super slow. Yeah, um, right in the corner they have a July summer sale that they have listed. You can click browse books on sale um, right on their main page. And it just, you can pick the length, you can pick whether you want it to be free or, you know, whether it has the coupon code. So yeah, you write you write young adult and new adult. Mm -hmm. But what do you what do you like to read? Because as authors, I mean, we're readers first, right? So right. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much, I'll read just about anything. Um, Young adult, new adult, um, maybe adult, depending. Um, Probably the bit for me, reading is uh, it's got to be fantasy, and it's the same for writing. Like I, every once in a while, a contemporary comes along that I enjoy, but. I'm probably not going to pick it up unless someone is like, Elizabeth, you have to read this book. Um, Otherwise, contemporary usually doesn't do it for me because I read to, I don't know, you know, I read to escape. So I like the the fantasy element. And every time I've ever tried to write contemporary, I get about a chapter in and then something paranormal happens. And I'm like, nope, that's not going (laughs) to work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm working on a contemporary right now as a, paranormal elements, but it's, it's definitely contemporary, and, it, and it's not going to make people happy. But um, it's awesome <laughs> having you. We have about one minute left. Um, I just wanted All to right. say thank you so much for coming on once again. Yeah, thank you for having me. If you want to find Elizabeth online, uh, you can find her at elizabeth-kirk.blogspot.com. That's her 
our blog. Oh, actually, uh, then, go to go to elizabethkirk.com slash blog. That's uh, the new one. Okay, so one one word, Elizabeth Kirk. Yeah, one word, elizabethkirk.com slash blog. Okay, awesome. Um, Ren, thanks for co-hosting with me today. It was so much fun. Thank you. I enjoyed having you. <laughs> yeah, great. Enjoy talking Thank about Elizabeth. Thank listening. you guys so much. <laughs> yeah. I hope to see you this year or next year at Utopia. Absolutely. I will, I will see you in June. Yes, ma'am. All right. Can't thanks, wait. guys. Wait for what? what? Huh? Who was that? I said, who was that? No, that's that. All I right. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was signed off. Okay. Are people still yeah, listening? Um, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You guys have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> you too. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.